Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, your away team will move on into season four of TNG. We are in our new format now. We're going to spend two episodes talking about the season as a whole. Since we're going to be watching a lot more, I've sent a curated list to the away team so they didn't mm -hmm. have to watch the whole thing. The curated list includes Best of Both Worlds Part 2, Family, Brothers. There's a whole theme there at the beginning of right. familiarity <laughs> and such. I kind of dig it. Yeah. Remember Me, Reunion, Final Mission, Data's Day, The Wounded, First Contact, not to be confused with the movie, mm -hmm. Galaxy's Child, Cupid, The Drumhead, The Host, In Theory, and Redemption, Part okay. 1. It's pronounced Cupid. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was quipped. <laughs> it might. I think it's supposed to be Cupid. I because of the dash in there. Yeah. Yeah. I like I saw it and I was like, haha, that's cute. Like I was straight up I was like, quipped, kipped, maybe should I was like it's I mentioned it off mic. I made the curated list. Uh, this was the one time I dropped one from the curated list before you guys probably got to start watching them. there was episode Legacy. Uh, episode 6 was on the list originally and after we watched it I took it off because aside from the fact that it has Tashi Yara's sister not a lot in there mm. yeah uh, I knew you guys were Yar fans which hey how about that cliffhanger yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that I knew that was okay I literally <laughs> just got to that cliffhanger approximately an hour ago cause I I had a lot of shit I had a lot of shit I was doing cause I was very behind watching everything but yeah, I think I walked out of my house. I'm pretty sure my neighbors are like, are they okay? Are they having marital problems? Because I was like, what the fuck? CJ, what the fuck? CJ, what the... Bye, babe. What the fuck? Locking the door. What the fuck? I, I can't wait to talk about that. It's such an interesting experiment. We'll get, we'll get to that. That'll probably be toward the end of our discussion. Yeah, so, yeah. of the list, just quickly, favorite episodes. Um, Data's Day. Yeah, that was high. For that sure. was real high on my and list. And then 25. I don't remember what it was called. In Theory? Where he gets a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. So that one gave me, like, weird secondhand embarrassment issues. Did and it? so, like, I liked it, but it wasn't as, like, high as Data's Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, know. I agree. I mean, Data's yeah. Day's got O'Brien's wedding. So that yeah. It, it yeah. puts it out just a little yeah. bit in front. Yeah. Um, but I, it's when, when Data goes over-the-top acting... Like mimicking, mm -hmm. like clearly what he watched on TV, kind of thing. I don't know why it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I was like, Data, no, Data. Yeah. Data, don't be, no. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, but that's me. That's a secondhand embarrassment issue. And I have, I have social anxiety, I think. Maybe yeah. that's. The maybe devil, you say. What? Speaking of which, devils do. Not yeah. on the list. <laughs> yeah. I actually did like that one because I accidentally watched it. I was yes. like, wait, this one's not on the list. And I was like, I'm going to watch it anyway. It has demons in it. <laughs> and Data doing Ebenezer Scrooge was pretty good the rest of the episode. It felt very season one energy. Yes. It yeah. was Picard argues his way out of a contract. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. that's with that creature claiming to be the devil. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool it's lawyer really. episode. Yeah. Like if we ever did like a weird Ally McBeal crossover, like that one could be fun. Because <laughs> it's like, what are the what are the main lawyer episodes of Star Trek? There's a lot of them actually. There are. Yeah. Yeah. What are your fa- What's your favorite from? Uh, uh probably Remember Me. Remember Me. Five. Is very high for yes, me. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Day to Day is probably up there as well. Um. And there's there's other things that I, I like about this season. So mm-hmm. episode seven. Episode seven. I don't Reunion. Know what the name Reunion. Is. Yeah, with yeah. Kalar's yeah. returns. Yeah. yeah. I wrote down the, the numbers. I didn't write down the yeah. titles. I think yeah. My favorite one, weirdly enough, was Drumhead because so much shit was happening there. Yay! You like yeah. that? Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, I just, like, I, I really like the message of mm-hmm. that one and, like, all the little tiny, like, the act, the acting was really good on that one because there was, like, little tiny subtle hints all the way through. I wanted yeah. more. I wish that was a two-parter. Uh, yes. Yeah. I kind of wanted it to be a two-parter. I felt like the end was a little too abrupt yeah. for me, but everything leading up to it, I was She's like, yes, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. They nearly launched at the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I said I wrote down the numbers. So you're saying drumhead, so I'm like going through my phones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so anyway, that's, that's the, like the fascism, basically. <laughs> one. Here's here's my note. I lost the plot somewhere between the explosion was an accident and Picard being on trial. Mo- more boring than the Q episode. That was oh, my wow. note. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well let's let's go chronologically. We're gonna talk about all the ones that were on the list okay. in a little more detail. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite. Uh, I can't go wrong with Best of Both Worlds Part Two. Like. Uh, and honestly, controversial opinion, going right from Best of Both Worlds, I think Redemption is the better cliffhanger. I want to talk about that in a little more detail. Like, that last shot of Redemption, like you said, you were running out of the house going, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, but Best of Both Worlds Part 2. Uh, the Borg situation is sort of resolved, but mm-hmm. not really. Picard's definitely going to have trauma forever. Yeah. yeah. My, and my, we're going to revisit that trauma. Uh-huh. Yeah. My only note was this, this man's going to have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. Yes. At best. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, like that's the thing with the Borg is... Also, they don't shy away from it, too, because they kept bringing it up this season. Like... The Borg presents to me a lot of, like, um, body horror mm-hmm. with that kind of, like, somebody else changing who you are in, like, a very fundamental physical way. Mm-hmm. Like, that, and, and especially, like, like taking away your ability to process your own thought. Mm-hmm. Um, that's terrifying to me. Like, holy fuck, that's terrifying to me. And so the fact that Picard also kept being like, I couldn't do anything to stop them. They were the, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> like... I didn't realize this was going to be a horror show. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, and yeah. he's going to have to go through the rest of his life because there's a lot of Starfleet people who lost their lives. Yeah. Loved ones at that. 11,000 people yeah, is a conservative and, estimate. Yeah. And they're if, if they meet him, they're going to be like, yeah, you killed 11,000 people. Like, I get that there are semantics involved here. Right. But show me your hands. These hands yeah. killed all those people. Yeah. If if it were not for you, yeah. they might still be here. Yeah. If, 
really, if it weren't for Q, but that's... And, well, no, that's yeah, for sure. But Q doesn't take responsibility for anything. But the other half of that is, if Q hadn't sent them to encounter the Borg a Everyone year pretty- earlier, mm-hmm. they would have had no preparation for yes. the Borg invading. So yeah, Q uh, did them a favor. In yeah. his Q-y sort of way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because like Shelby had a year to study... Yeah. The stuff, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The deck sure. was still stacked against them, but if the Borg just came out of nowhere, they would have been fucked. There would be no more Federation. <laughs> right. Or people yeah. or planets. Yeah. There would just be Borg. Little moments from Best of Both Worlds that I noted when they finally, uh, you know, retake Locutus and they have him in sick bay. Beverly tries to wake him up and she does a little British accent for him when she does it like, Jean-Luc, it's, it's Beverly, can you hear me? I'm like... No French? Like, <laughs> we, we can't even maintain that yeah. on that I'm, level. I'm speaking to his inner actor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Um, I have my, my own head cannon about that whole thing. That encounter or the, the episode? Or Bev and Picard? About him being French and British at the same time. Ah, uh, yes. 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 I think you've talked about that before. Yes, I believe yeah. France at some point in the future has invaded Or Britain. become part of the... Right, so okay. Great, Great okay. Britain is now part of France. 1066 but part But they still two. have it. their, you know, languages and mm. customs and whatnot. I dig it. You that's, know, that's a tale thought. of two cities... <laughs> Kind of, kind of thing. Like, let's just become one again. We were one <laughs> once, and it didn't go over great. But we'll try it again, and maybe this time there'll be less uh, bloodshed. Yeah, <laughs> it's also for a, an action-packed season opener. It's a bottle episode. Most of the scenes are on the bridge mm-hmm. or on just the pre-existing sets. There's yeah. not any location shooting. Mm-hmm. There's less of the Borg ship inside than we saw in part one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's. I thought that was interesting. Saving it's money. something I hadn't noticed after having seen this episode dozens of times over 30 years, including once we saw it in a movie theater. Right oh. before the Blu-ray set came out, they did Best of Both Worlds Part 1 and 2 for like a Fathom event. And that was before uh, COVID, which would have made that activity seem dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> family immediately. Uh, some like We don't have to wait long to see some of the inner damage yes. of the board yeah. Yeah. incident. Worf's parents are Russian, and he <laughs> loves them very much. And they, and they get love him. him. Yeah. And they, they love him very they much. They understand him. I loved his... I love They them. love him, but don't need him to change. Yes. That's a big, important yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. that has been weighing on my mind as of late. Yeah. For yeah. personal yeah. reasons? Individual reasons, podcastual reasons. This is the one where Guinan at the end is like, How come you never introduced him to prune juice? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they wanted him to embrace as much Klingon as he was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learned his culture yeah. like for him, so he was he so wouldn't be deprived. Yeah, to make real cake blood pie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great, great people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. And his dad was just this, like, dorky guy that wanted to see all of the Enterprise. And, like, I've studied I'm, all of the blueprints. I was also on a starship <laughs> once. And, uh, yes. Worf's parents are who I aspire to be. Like, yeah. I hope that I can be, yeah. like, that, like, welcoming and warm and just be like, fuck it, I don't understand. Let's go. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's, let's figure this out. What's your deal? Great. Yeah. <laughs> let's get you more of that. <laughs> Tell me on the way. <laughs> I'm going to go to the library and do some research. Ah! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. Uh, 
Bernard's family is interesting. In, not not great, but doing better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does he call his nephew uncle? Yeah. What the fuck it's was just, up with that? It's just, just a joke. Just charming. <laughs> yeah. Banter with a child. Okay, so it's a family I thing that I don't get. Frequently okay, interact with children, and yeah. I have never called any of them uncle. Or, like, what, like, my relation to them would be like, hey, teacher, like, to a kid. I don't know. It just seemed a little weird. Mm. It took me out a little bit. I was actually wondering if there was some type of weird family drama thing happening where he really was the uncle. See, I was you too. Know, like, by I was marriage like, I was like, or something. Whose baby is this? Like, his, like, <laughs> whatever, great uncle had a kid. Like, that's my uncle or whatever because of weird circumstances. It was fine. It was just like, okay, here's a cute, like, family moment, I guess. But I, uh, I didn't get it, but I kind of, like, swerved past it. (laughs) When, when Jean-Luc and, what's his face? His brother. Uh, Robert. Robert, Robert. that's what I was thinking. Um, when they fought, when they were fighting, I wrote down, this is just two old dudes fighting. And then then they started laughing at the end. I was like, it's not even two old dudes fighting. What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) I actually thought that was, like, really good, because I was like, if I was old and afraid I was going to break a hip, <laughs> yeah, this is probably how I would fight my brother. Like, there'd be a lot of pushing and shoving, and then it's just sort of like, I'm angry at you, throws bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like, don't, actually, I'm frail, though. Like, don't break my bones. <laughs> I mean, like, I got, like, bruises all over the place. Like, and I'm not even that old yet. I'm like, I'm, Listen, at, that, I'm at that point. <laughs> you talking to the klutz king. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like, I never fought with you. I'd be like, throws bud, don't do a jumping jack. Oh! <laughs> Immediately goes to the hospital. <laughs> 30 minutes into the new year. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! That wasn't this year, was it? That was last year. Okay. okay. The year before. We are nearing our commercial breaks. So Already? I, yeah. We're Jesus. just having a great time here. Uh, so we're two episodes in. <laughs> two episodes in. It's not going well. This is why we have to limit the list. But then I get I, I get nothing but sass. Like, why did you gotta, include we that? We gotta pick up the pace. Okay, okay. That's the end of my family. I have one thing to say about Beverly Crusher's hair, but it can wait till later. Okay. Crusher break! Are you on a reconnaissance mission for a planet that is quickly approaching first contact? You're going to need some contraceptives. All right. These are universal, panversal. Like, they will work with any body type. Do not get them aliens knocked up. They're horny and they're ready for some alien DNA. Do not give it to them. Will not work with non-corporeal entities. Please do not use them with the Q Continuum or any Borg drones. Ask your doctor for more information. Your doctor may be slowly shrinking into their own universe. <laughs> or running off with a parasite. Messages of social enlightenment. Black lives matter. Yeah. Water is life. Yeah. Trans lives matter and trans people exist and to say otherwise is dumb. Woo! Yes. Fuck you, JK Rowling. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just a good capstone for the end of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, don't be racist. Yeah. Nazis are bad. Yes. Full stop. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So was Hitler, just for the fucking record. <laughs> Didn't think it had to be on the record, but here we go. Well, I mean, with, with the stuff that happened like yesterday, the, apparently it does need to be. <laughs> general record of history. Is it, though? Because yeah. we keep getting that part wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Including recently. <laughs> Mental illness is not an excuse for anti-Semitism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because plenty of people suffer from paranoid delusions and it doesn't necessarily take that shape. Right. Yes, people need psychiatric help. Yeah. 
even then they don't have to be an asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like the vast majority of people who have mental illnesses are actually really nice. So I don't know what these racist problems are. It's not mental illness. Maybe they're just hateful. Well, <laughs> excessive wealth also might help. It, it's interesting. Sure. In, in, Nobody's in, telling them no yeah, or right. exactly. telling them like, hey, stop. They have <laughs> no boundaries. In... in capitalistic society if you have too much money or not enough well you're just not going to get treated for your problems apparently <laughs> get a therapist get a fucking therapist don't be rich or don't be poor <laughs> give away all your money to me be don't rude. be middle class <laughs> don't be middle class don't be <laughs> the one thing i have come to really realize is that america is exceedingly excellent at propaganda because everything I learned growing up was basically a fucking lie. <laughs> We're really good at glossing over anything that we feel is just, you know, irrelevant well, or not white or whatever. Yeah. I'm an American, not an American, so I just prefer to think <laughs> on the brighter side of things. America said, gaslight, gay, keep, girl boss. Yeah! <laughs> Gorge <your> off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> yes, there's a pandemic, but if you think real hard and you believe this pill will take care of it, what is it? Doesn't matter. Just take it. Swallow, swallow, swallow. It's grass clippings from my lawn. <laughs> They're uh, organic. They're yeah, organic, like, and that's why I make a hundred dollars a pill. Are they gluten free? Yes. Good. Yeah. Then I will not gluten then. Wow. Any other messages of social enlightenment? Be kind to each other. Yeah. Wear your seatbelt. Yeah. We uh, thank you, listener, for listening to us. There are other fine podcasts on partyapocalypse.com, including Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna, Kenzie, and myself. We have the full runs of The Fourth Wall, Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter, and As the Myth Turns, and a new show is coming very quickly. Disorganized, a Criminal Minds podcast. Yeah, that will feature Eris, Z, and Laura, and I will be quiet in the corner. <laughs> Woo. Wait, what? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Things that were buzzer worthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turns it was mainly all... just to correct my behavior, and then turned out we all needed buzzers. <laughs> yeah. We're all giant nerds here. Yeah. Other things, books, blogs, movie reviews. Eris, anything to plug? Visit your public library, your yes. local library. Z. Yeah, I have a TikTok at underscore, it's just Z underscore. Love of my life, do you have anything to plug? Uh, Georgia, you have a runoff election coming up. Please go vote to all of our fans in Georgia. It will have already taken place. I, I hope you voted, Georgia. Oh, we will personally drive to your house. We will find you and knock on your door and not in any way. That, that's it. That's as far as our Liam Neeson We're just going to knock on your door and, and say just be hi. like, look, guys, why didn't you? Why didn't We'll shame you. We'll shame you exactly like we'll my say, mother shames we'll me. Uhura would be disappointed mm. in you. And that's really all the shaming that you need, right? <laughs> With that, I think we will go back to our episode. Woo!
Moving right along with the rest of Season 4, we've got Brothers, where mm -hmm. we reconnect with Lore and with Noonien Soon, the long-fought-dead data dad. Yeah. Is that Brett Spiner and old man makeup? Uh, yeah. yeah. This okay. dude's Brett just Spiner, having so much Brett fun Spiner. in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. season I hope was... I got paid three times. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. like, he paid three he major characters. that episode. Yeah. He was the episode. <laughs> yeah. If he called in sick, they were screwed. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of my notes about the episode are completely un-Brent Spiner related. Really? Uh, my first, I had two notes. Sabbatical from being parents, Starfleet parents are weird parents because Dr. Crusher did the same thing, left her kid on the ship and was like, mom's <laughs> going to get her biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And then one of my favorite Beverly Crusher moments is when she goes full Groucho Marx with the kid and is like, well, then don't do that. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> I wish you were my doctor. <laughs> That's it. That's really yeah. all I have on Brothers. Do we? It was. It was a good episode. It was good. Yes, yeah. very, very <clears throat> solid data episode. Mm -hmm. Data has this wonderfully affirming moment in this uh, when he realizes that he's not less perfect than Lore. I love <laughs> it when he's like, he's like, no, you're not less perfect, and he's like. I'm not less perfect than Lore. Like he doesn't care whatever else is happening in that room. He's like, that son of a bitch lied to me, and I'm okay. Yeah, he, like, said, he said, "Hold on, wait till my therapist hears about this." <laughs> like, a lot of my childhood is coming together in this moment. Right? He's in pieces on a, a in a storage locker for most of it. <laughs> I'm gonna heal from this. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. now. Maybe, maybe it, it that's is, when Dana realizes he's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. It's great. <laughs> and, and when Soon dies, there's that very good moment where Soon gets his son, too, because he's like, I cannot mourn for you, sir. And uh, Soon's like, you will, in your own way. Yeah. Which I think goes to our theory that Dana has emotions. He's just, they haven't fully worked themselves right. out or into a way they, that is human. Yeah, exactly. They they present in a different way because mm -hmm. like, he definitely feels stuff. He just doesn't feel stuff in like the way that he's read about it in books. So he or thinks in, he doesn't have it. In a spontaneous way, there's a cerebral quality to his emotions. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Um... So slightly like uh, second degree personal. So so my husband's asexual, mm -hmm. and one of the things that took you him mentioned a bit, on the show yeah, before. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so I was like, well, I'm gonna get a little personal here. But um, he talked about like it took a really long time for him to figure it out because everyone else talks about sexual attraction, and he mm -hmm. was just like, I've read about it in books, and sometimes I like, but he like he doesn't feel it almost at all. And so he's like, it's very sounds fake, but okay. And that's honestly kind of what I think about data with emotions. It's like, he's read about it. He sees other people acting on it. He could recognize when it's happening in the environment around him. But like he himself doesn't feel it the same way that everyone else does. Mm. CJ has like a very <clears throat> weird relationship with it because like, it's not that he's completely unsexual, but that kind of like, you see a hot person, you're like, damn like fantasy he like he's like i see other people get that and i go like that looks like a person i could talk to i can talk to that person i can become friends with them <laughs> and that's cj <laughs> i i've said it before and i'll probably say it again when we get to episode 11 but like i really think that data is just like autistic coded like mm -hmm. like yeah. like in in data's day whenever he was going through his like his inner monologue uh -huh. i was like oh that's familiar. <laughs> but yeah. Um, right after with the in theory where he's just like, what were you thinking right now when you kissed me? Yeah. You missed all the things and like, da, da, da. and I was just like, 
Okay, I know that that's more of the autism thing, but also, like, as someone with ADHD, I also recognize. Be like, look, I am thinking about you, but I got two other experiments I'm running in the back of my brain right here. And also, I want coffee. (laughs) I love Dana and Worf. They're my favorites. And they both got a lot of screen time this season. And I loved that. Yes. I love that he has a kid. We'll get there. Uh, I know we're almost there. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Our, our next episode, Remember Me. Yay! Where the universe closes in on Dr. Crusher. It's the universe that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my favorite line. It, she's like, there's nothing wrong with me. There's something wrong with the universe. And I'm like, I feel you, sister. <laughs> was it wrong? And eventually, she was correct. <laughs> and eventually, the show was just her. Yeah, which yeah. is what it should have been. Like, cut me out of season two, will you? I'm gonna cut all you motherfuckers. You're all cut. You're all cut. Even you, Jean Luc. <laughs> and they were about to, they were about to resolve the whole thing, and then he pop popped up. Yeah. And there was the moment where, like, he's playing along with, like, oh, it's just us on the ship. Okay, like, bitch, there are five chairs in this room, and two of us. Yeah. Make it make sense yeah. for me. Yeah. He yeah, said they, they with four lit. people in the room, the only four people that are ever in this room, and there are seven, seven chairs in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that whole that whole crew was said gas like gatekeep girl boss too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. the motto of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was one thing where that that one guy Traveler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> um, he said, I cannot enter it any more than I can enter your thoughts. And my first thought was, what about Troy? Like, we know that bitch can do some cool shit. Yeah. But babies with in general can be like, all right. Like, yeah. And then even in. ask her for help. They never <laughs> ask her. And you know what? That's a shame on them. Because <laughs> I've said this before. There are many an episode where I'm like, if they'd asked Troy, this episode would have been like five minutes long. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There are several episodes that are like, maybe you should talk to a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Because you brought one with you. <laughs> like, she's, she's right there. Where the hot dress. She has a seat on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that occasionally she shares with Beverly because they're, they're girl bros like that. <laughs> Female friends. <laughs> Gal pals. Wait. <laughs> That's a different conversation. Let's be. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I mean... I watched that fanfic. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to episode seven, Reunion. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. What does everybody think of this one? Uh, I think it's a great episode. I think it moves Worf in a completely new direction. I think it's a really fucked up, tragic end for Kalar. Yeah. I wrote, yeah. Uh, Frakes is directing, you know it's going to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Once Frakes gets the, the, the chair, you know, they're bringing out the big guns. Uh, my first note was, I want Kalar to slap me or something. Um, I've never been good at expressing my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very Klingon So I think that's totally mainstream. Yeah. Like, you, you confess that to some fans, like, yes, of course. Why wouldn't she slap you? <laughs> you wanted to mate with her, right? Like, I'm in step one, yo. That's like third base. Yeah. I'd prefer she step on me, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to each their own. No king shaming. Okay. Yeah, I love Kaylar, and I'm very yeah. sad. And I, This was the start of Worf's kind of, like, path. Basically the end of the season. And the, the kind yeah. of, like, he's not permanently split with Starfleet, because, like, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's taking, a, he's taking a sabbatical, because he's like, I got some shit to figure out with my family. Mm-hmm. And this was the start of it, where, I mean, he literally, like, takes off his pin, and he's just like, I'm gonna go kill a dude. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go fucking kill a dude. Like I, my whole like my whole officer training, I'm putting that aside and I'm gonna murder this asshole. <laughs> but had to get an appointment with the asshole secretary first. Because yeah. like like Duras's assistant was like there at the door, like, yes, he wants to see you. And like yeah. I claim vengeance. Yeah. And be like, well, yeah. Okay, like, he has an appointment. I mean we can't. <laughs> and, like, and what's his appointment for? Uh vengeance. Okay, yeah. And uh and he's like, are you carrying any weapons? Yes, many. Okay, cool. Awesome, writing that down. Alright, he'll he's ready to see you now. <laughs> if you'll just does he know what this is regarding? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a surprise. <laughs> there oh, are waters surprise. in the waiting room. <laughs> Kalar was my mate. Ah, yes. If you'll follow me, <laughs> it's like I'm supposed to stop all a, a would-be assassin. Be like, I'm not an assassin. I'm a revenger. <laughs> be like, oh. Okay, that, that tracks. This way. This way. Like, don't make me take off my ball drinking comb badge. I will come over there. <laughs> He's got a bad back, so if you want to aim there, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, that would have been me. Yeah. Bad secretary. <laughs> Kill my boss. My first note on reunion was I can practically hear Eris' squeal from here when Kalar <laughs> showed up with the sun. And I spoiled that for you. I feel a little bit bad about that because we talked about the, the last episode. I'm like, yeah, she real pregnant. As she's walking out of there. I wasn't expecting it this soon. Because mm. I was also kind of like, how old is that yeah. baby? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that should be our baby. <laughs> Klingons grow up a little faster. I figured it was some type of like DBZ Saiyan bullshit. Yeah. So it's like, our babies grow up to be men in five hours because of cartoon reasons. Within, so I, was like, All right, I feel uh, like that happens yeah. uh, in Deep Space Nine. You see Within, adult Alexander yeah. and I'm like... It, but that's just been like he's eight years. Essentially, been like t- he is t- he's technically ten years old, but he is a full ass grown adult. Okay, <laughs> so Toral could be like all of six. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else about reunion before I move on with the list? Um, I dubbed Gowron Crazy Eyes Gowron. Yeah, it's so oh, funny. Oh my god, there's that there's guy. this statue in. Finland, I want to say, mm-hmm. like, and it's got a guy with like really weird beady eyes. And so my parents were on vacation there, and some friends they have are Star Trek fans, and they saw this statue and they said, "Send that to your son; he'll know exactly what it is." And it was literally <laughs> Gowron's face, just. <laughs> a random tweet that I found where somebody had posted uh, when they do scans of pregnant women, like so the scan shows the fetus, and it's like this like. Yes. Bug-eyed crazy thing. And then, like, They somewhere... don't do MRIs of pregnant women because the baby's too terrifying. It's, <laughs> That's it's why they terrifying, only do... but then somebody posted a picture of Gowron in the thread. I was like, oh, it's him! Yeah. That's all I can think of is, like, MRI, baby! Yeah. <laughs> because, like, because MRI, you still see soft tissue. Yeah. So you see, like, the eyeballs, like, floating in this, like, weird giant I need head. to, I need to find... Because apparently they, like... But, yeah, somebody posted a picture of that next to Gowron. I'm like, all right! I actually think that was perfect casting because they were talking about like, you know, he's contentious and has a lot of enemies and he's kind of like a conspiracy theorist kind of dude. I mean, I feel like they use a lot. And like, it's one of the things I've always been like, if you can see the white all the way around your eyes, that's how you know you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, they picked the guy was like, you look crazy. You look... And he was like, yeah, I, I can do it. Like, maybe that's not his normal look. Like, maybe he's like really like forcing it. But either way, it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> One note about an episode that was skipped, Future Imperfect, there's a holodeck program that Riker gets trapped in that f- flings him into the future. It's his birthday, that episode, and he is 33 years old. 
during this episode, and that made me feel so old. Oh, oh god. god! Especially because it flash forwards fifteen years or eighteen years in the future, Something so like it's that, yeah. sixteen years, and he's forty nine, and he's about as gray as I am now. <laughs> so, oh well. Final mission. Uh, our last regular appearance of Wesley Eugene Crusher. Oh, uh, is that really what? his middle name? Yes, was- it is. Wesley and Picard uh, go on an ill-advised desert date. That's yeah. that was the yeah. Not a lot there, except for that it's the last time we see. It's not the last time we see Wesley, but it's the last regular appearance of Wesley. Yeah, it gave me Scout Master gets lost with yeah. his, his troop vibes, yeah. along with a drunk guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is usually well, the, every the other Scout Master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was. I, moments that are really sweet like I, yeah. I, any of the emotional like I've always been proud of you I was like you get it was <laughs> the thing I've always wished my dad said about me right, right. The, the Star Trek The Next Generation pinball game is great because it has all of the voice cast on it and when you do something good in the game one of the cast members will say something encouraging so it's just a bunch of sound bites of fantastic excellent shot Outstanding, <laughs> beyond belief, and I'm like, just keep saying these things, so I, I'll put them all in the hole. <laughs> Look, you know, sometimes we all have one drama. <laughs> if I can tie it all back, this show's very good about you know, we we, we made this about family, and now mm-hmm. we're talking. Also about found family. And, yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole yeah, the whole season's about family. Fuck, yeah. I just realized yeah. that. Yeah. Oof. At its core, it, it's kind of, it's a nice little arc on. It. I mean, they take mm. some tangents, but yeah. it's a, a solid semi-serialized season. Yeah. yeah, this this is my favorite season so far. Yeah, yep. And I think next season may even kick this one out. I yeah. have a feeling it's just gonna to keep piling oh, yes. up. Well, just it, it is, and then season seven is weird. Yeah, there's some great ones in it, but there's some ones where you're like. <laughs> I don't know, guys. <laughs> I know you're all packing it up and trying to get out of here, but... But then their final season is, like, great. The final episode. Is, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Sometimes yeah. you shoot for the stars, and you fucking blow it. Sometimes <laughs> you have Dr. Crusher having an affair with a green Scottish sex candle. That episode's awesome. It is. <laughs> she had an affair with a worm, so, all right, yeah. 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 And we'll talk about that next time when we get to the second half of our conversation about season four. Okay, bye-bye now! Bye! Bye!